Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Wake your ass up. The Breakfast Club is on. Wake up! The Breakfast Club, Envy, and Charlemagne, the voice of the culture. You think I'm coming here when this shit ain't hot? See, y'all different. Y'all the culture. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. This is probably becoming the most prominent form for hip hop. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. Put it in perspective. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Wake up! Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet, it's Tuesday! Yes, it's Tuesday. We got our special guest host, Jason Leaf here from Hollywood Unlocked, of course. Good morning, good morning. Morning, sir. How you feeling this morning? Well rested. I went to bed early. Same. Me too. Well, I didn't go to bed early. I did go to bed early, but you know, I didn't fall asleep till about after 11, but I still feel well rested. Same. You know I was mean? knocked out by nine. I started watching the game, and then next thing I knew, clock was going off. It's time to get up. The rest is important. It I is. don't know what you Negroes talking about. I don't know why we ever told ourselves back in the day, sleep is the cousin of death, and hustlers don't <laughs> sleep. Okay, you don't get no sleep, you're going to die. How about that? Okay? How y'all feel? <laughs> I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Let's get to it. 
Bushy tail, huh? Bright eyed and bushy tail. Right. Rich Paul is going to be joining us We're today. starting like that already. Yes, Rich Paul will be joining us. Drop a bomb from Rich Paul. He has a new book, Lucky Me. Man. A memoir of changing the odds, which is in stores today. Very, very, very great read. If you don't know who Rich Paul is, uh, he runs uh, Clutch. Clutch. Clutch as a sports agency. Um, I, I I don't I can't think of a bigger sports agent than Rich Paul in the game right yeah, now. Yeah, he has of course LeBron James, he has Anthony Davis, he has uh, Jason Tatum, like Jason everybody. Jason Tatum, he has. Uh, he, he has Adele. Well, Adele's is I know. I'm just saying. Is, uh, she's on the roster. She's on the roster. She's on the roster. She is on the roster. She is definitely on the roster. Yeah. So we talked to Rich Paul today. So and it's we, a it's a really great read. Yeah. You know it's a great read. And I don't want to give it away. Nope. Okay, maybe not. No what? Mind. What are you gonna say? I was just going to say, you know it's a great read and somebody has lived a very interesting life when the very last page of their book, the very last page, is them meeting LeBron James. Wow. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Which is crazy because when you think about him, you think about that being the beginning of... Absolutely. Right. Yeah. The, right. the very last page in the book you is him that away. meeting LeBron James. You shouldn't get that away. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great... <laughs> I mean, we know that's in the book. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, you would know that's in the book. I'm but just no telling one. you it's on the last page. Jesus. So that should interest you to get the book even more. Because you were like, well, damn. Well, we're going to be talking with him on the last bit. page. I mean, he kind of looked like Safari on the cover, though. Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Never, never judge a book by its cover. They, 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 don't, uh, they don't look like Safari. Nah, I don't see no patois in his life at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see nothing Jamaican about this young but, man. But I've met him a couple of times. He's actually super cool and his, his story is inspiring. Nah, Rich is a good guy. I've been knowing Rich for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like over a decade. That's right. Yeah. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. When we come back, we got front page news. Tedlin Figaro will be joining us. A lot to fill us in on, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host, Jason Lee, here in the building. And let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Jason Lee. Good morning, Charlemagne the Guy. Good morning, Tez. Let's get into mm-hmm. some front page news. A quickly, NFL last night, the Raiders beat the Packers 17-13. All right. Now, let's jump right. What's going on overseas? It's a lot going on, huh? Yeah, a lot going on. Just want to give a quick update. Uh, you know, we can expect this to happen for days on end, and hopefully it will end sooner than later. But Monday, a senior uh, Pentagon official said that the Biden administration is surging weapons to Israel, uh, rapidly sending air defenses and munitions in response to Israeli offici- officials uh, asking for aid. Uh, the Department of Defense is working across this enterprise, including U.S. Central Command, to determine which arms in the U.S. inventory can be quickly available for Israel's defense. Democrats and Republicans closed rank in support of Israel over the weekend as the attacks on Gaza unfolded. Uh, President Joe Biden and lawmakers in both parties have pledged to swiftly grant Israel what it needs following the unprecedented attack and the death toll as of now uh, has risen to over 900 people uh, who have died in Israel and more than 680 Palestinians have been killed since Saturday. So lots still going on. As you know, there is still uh, not a Speaker of the House. I know the GOP will be meeting about that this week as well. Charlotte so uh, there's nobody in charge. Uh, so that's something they also have to get taken care of so that when if there is um, Congress has to make a decision on how much to send and when uh, we're going to need a speaker of the house in order to do it. So, yeah, man, I promise you, if, if that doesn't make you grateful for your life and the situation you in, because folks is literally waking up this morning under fire. Absolutely. You know, people are dead. People are being kidnapped. I know you're dealing with a lot in your life, but boy. Mm-hmm. When you look 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 over there, it could really, really, really be worse. Facts. Now, can I ask you guys a question? Because I'm not, I, I don't know too much about what's really going on. 
Uh, but I do see people when they post uh, one side, somebody gets upset, and if they post something else, somebody else gets upset. Why is that? If, if just innocent people are dying on on both sides, right? I'm, I have, I'm, I have I'm, no idea about the politics of it all. I just see people getting killed. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the issues either. Uh, but when we post something, we do get the other side saying, "Why aren't you posting?" It? Every side wants you to cover their side more. And honestly, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I'm just trying to cover it all. Yeah, and when I turn the news on, all I see is people fleeing. And it's I don't know who fleeing, the people innocent are. people dying. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, that's, I, that's I just sure. see people running for cover. I see bodies in the street. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I just know it looks horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, let's jump right into uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. What's going yeah, Robert on? F. Kennedy, yeah, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, folks, go back and listen to the interview uh, that we did here on The Breakfast Club. At that time, he was running as a Democrat candidate, and now he has announced his independent candidacy for president. You know, a lot of folks told him he should have did that right out the gate, but he is officially uh, ending his effort to defeat President Joe Biden in the Democrat primary in favor of a long shot general election bid. Uh, you know, he had talked about here on The Breakfast Club how, uh, you know, he wasn't getting fair treatment and, you know, they weren't paying many attention because obviously, you know, the Democrat Party is not interested in somebody running against uh, President Joe Biden. So he has decided to be an independent. Now, his announcement uh, comes after weeks of speculation of him doing this. And he acknowledged the unsuccessful history of independent presidential candidates. He says he is optimistic about his chances. And he said that today we turn a new page in American politics. Uh, there has been independent candidates in the country before, but this time it's going to be different because the independent is going to win. Now, a quick poll was uh, taken uh, to see what it would be in the three-way split between President, uh, former President Donald Trump at 40%, Biden at 38%, and Kennedy at 14%. Uh, and that's just a hypothetical on what it would look like in a general. But, you know, as we know, polls are just snapshots in time uh, that can change and will change. Uh, so we'll continue to see. You know what's going to happen? Well, he's already got the endorsement of one of the biggest voices in all the media, and that's Joe Rogan. So I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, politics is an expensive game, though. Can an independent afford to win? No, no. Right. I'm just wilding that you could just switch sides that fast. But like a Democratic on Monday, independent on Tuesday, Friday, you'd be a Republican. It's just that's strange to me. But well, that's just politics. I mean, you know, he's, 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 he wants to be in the race. Mm. And you Caitlyn know? Jenner showed us all that everything is possible. And the, the funny thing is when Joe Rogan said that he would, <laughs> when Joe Rogan said that he'd vote for uh, RFK Jr., he said he, 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 would, he would if he would have the opportunity, but he said he knows that the Democrats would never have it. He said the Democrats would have a bunch of tricks up their sleeve to mm. prevent it. But, but so. isn't it like not a good deal to have somebody endorse you that said nigger, 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 nigger? No. No, um, no, I don't think that's a problem. And the reason I don't think that's a problem is because that was eons ago. If that's the case, think about all the things we've oh, said in the past, Jason. I didn't say it. I'm just saying. Just think about all the things that we've that, said in the past. That non-therapeutic version of me said it. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Think about all the things we've said in the past. What, does that mean our endorsements don't mean nothing? No. All right. All right. And just, well, well, let me just say this. Just a quick update uh, since uh, Jason brought it up. Just want to remind folks that I uh, remember Ross Perot you know, ran as an independent in 1992 and he did pull in 19% uh, of the vote and that was probably one of the most popular independent Runs, you know, that we've seen and spent, you know, millions and millions of his yeah, own. But he was money. a billionaire, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then, he's a billionaire. Exactly. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Was a billionaire. Back then, he was yeah, a he's, a, he's a long way from parole money. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying somebody <laughs> did, you know, make some little noise, but and he still lost. But you know, mm -hmm. what is right. worth? That's a little bit of information. And we're trying to wrap us up. So yeah, let me we gotta go. Up. Yep. <laughs> and that is front page news. We'll see you in a couple yep. minutes, Tez. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. I've never heard that intro in my life. Really? <laughs> no. no. You don't be listening? <laughs> no, I clearly we'll be, I don't. We be taping people at that time. We be taking yes. calls. So, uh, if, so if you don't know, uh, the phone lines are down. Yes. Across the whole uh, iHeart right now. So we have to do get it off, uh, 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 get it off your chest ourselves this morning because, like Envy said, the phone lines to the radio station are down. Not just us. They said the phone lines all across the country. Or just I just said that the whole iHeart across. No, the country. is it is this is it is it radio stations or just iHeart? Just iHeart. Oh, just iHeart. Just iHeart. Okay. All right. Yeah, the phone lines are down for iHeart. So, so I think we should go around the room and talk about what we are grateful for, and then talk about what we are mad at. Okay. Yes, because I know I don't want Jason to start with what he's mad at. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why you threw that out there. <laughs> so now you, you, who's going to go you stumped first? Him. You stumped what him. they're grateful for. Oh, well, okay. I can start first. Okay. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I am grateful for my health. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for life. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for my family mm-hmm. and my friends and my uh, community. I'm grateful for all the listeners out there mm-hmm. that have been supporting us and riding with us and on this journey. And I'm just... Uh, what about Just For Men? Give Just For Men a shout out. You no. want to give Justin a minute shout out? No. Okay. No, I'm not. No, no. What about you, Jason? What are you grateful for? Uh, you know, I'm grateful for all the support that I get because I was uh, did an interview yesterday where I was talking about that sometimes when I walk in a room, I feel like I'm the bad guy already because Absolutely. of what you I are. do. Just in case. No, you I'm are. not. No, I'm not. You are. I'm a, I'm a true serum. That's what I am. I'm the true serum. You, oh, you said serum. <laughs> My fault. What did you thought he said? <laughs> what did no, you thought he said? No. no. <laughs> Kinky. He's kinky no, this morning. Like, He's kinky this morning. Yo, you. Are- I, I'm grateful for the support that I get because I really am living the life that I've always wanted to live. I do whatever I want. I make mm-hmm. my own schedule. I mean, I my supporters are ride or die. So I'm just thankful for them, and I'm thankful for the fact that like I've I've kind of gone through this therapeutic process and realized mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I stopped thanking God for everything I asked for, and now I'm back to thanking God again. Just very grateful. Mm -hmm. I always got to give God all the gratitude. Absolutely. Uh, I am grateful that this past Saturday, my organization, the Mental Wealth Alliance, and my great partners here at iHeartRadio, we had our third annual Mental Wealth Expo, and I thank God that I'm able to be of service in that way, and I pray Mm -hmm. that people who uh, attended the third annual Mental Wealth Expo learn early what so many of us learned late, and the lesson that I want you to learn is that if you don't deal with your trauma, your trauma will eventually deal with you. Now, let's talk about what we are not happy about. What do you want to get off your chest? Uh, I can start. Um, this, this just for men? No, this oh. quote unquote soccer dad thing. It's really disturbing me. Uh, like I told you guys, my son plays soccer and he's pretty good. Uh, a lot of coaches been reaching out where they want him on his team, but I really don't understand it. And I take him to soccer every day, and I try to understand it. And I try to sit there on on that field and and try to learn the game. And I don't understand the game. I don't know what the flags mean. I don't know what happens when it goes out of bounds. I just know that you can't kick the ball, but then you can throw the ball on certain occasions. I don't know. I'm not a soccer fan. I didn't grow up on soccer or football, whatever you want to call it. I grew up on baseball, basketball, and American football. So I don't know. So that's why I am upset. I need to learn soccer. And I've been Googling it and I've been watching YouTube videos and I still don't understand. Well, give it some time. And Red said we wrap it up. So when we come back, can we talk, can me and Jason? Yeah. Okay. When we come back, me and Jason can say what uh, we want to get off our chest. So. You want to be a little taller, don't you? No, I don't. You want some more hair on your head? I have no, I don't. I am so grateful <laughs> with who I am. God, right. God made me amazing. Right. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I know what God created when He oh, created boy. me. The I am Him. The oh, confidence boy. for okay. me. Next, He's gonna say right. look like Morris Chestnut. Okay, we know. know. Actually, we posted that on Hollywood Unlocked. I know. That I was, was a goddamn lie. <laughs> that was a goddamn lie. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wait, 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 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. All right. Now, if you're just joining us, usually this is what we do, uh, get it off your chest. But iHeart's phone lines are down across the country. So Allegedly. No station has phone lines right now as we get it back Somebody up. from other stations text me and uh, tell me if the phone lines are down. Dre, text me in Miami. No, they down, down. So can Dre what? text me? Oh, yeah, you can text me. My phone ain't got nothing to do with iHeart. He can text my personal What's wrong phone. with you, man? Dre, text me. Jesus Let me Christ. know if the phones are down. The phone lines are down. So we're just going around the room. Uh, things that we're grateful for and well, things that we're upset about. Yeah, so we already said uh, what we're grateful for. Now we can get things off our chest. Jason, the floor is yours. Yo, there used to be this epidemic where you would go to the club and pr- uh, promoters would just send lots of girls to your table to drink all your bottles because if mm-hmm. you drink the liquor, they have to keep buying more bottles. They gotta buy more bottles, yeah. There's a new epidemic now. It's the guys that are actually worse than the females at the club trying to get to your table and drink on your bottle and they ain't got no money. And this has been happening to me a lot recently. Why you just let random dudes at your t- I'm not letting them. They no. just keep coming. So last week we went to the club. Oh. I was out with Bobby Lights. And uh, they just kept coming to the table to want to drink on the bottles. I'm like, what is this thing where we don't know you? This was at a straight club, too, by the mm-hmm. way. And so Allegedly. I... Well, it's L.A. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I ain't going to go there. Mm-hmm. They just kept coming, coming. So finally, I told my security, I said, look, don't let nobody else come to the table. This one guy kept trying to come to the table to get a drink on a bottle that wasn't his. He ended up getting punched in his mouth. Damn. So you got to go home and explain Who the to hell you. punched him in the mouth? My security. Oh. What they supposed to do? Jesus Christ. So they Maybe went. you shouldn't say that. Well, Jesus. it's already been said. Okay. What? This, they were securing the bottles. <laughs> Somebody got to protect the goddamn <laughs> bottle. That's right. Okay. You, you got to go home and explain to your girl that you got punched in the mouth trying to put your mouth on another man's bottle. Whoa. And then you say it was Jason Lee and Bobby Lights. Now she got a whole now she got a whole bunch of other thoughts running in her head. It's like the fine bottle. And, then, and he said it was a straight club. Jesus okay. Christ. All right. All right. Now Charlamagne, do you have anything is uh, interesting? Yeah, I, I got a couple. I'm mad about the chili and cornbread that I had for dinner last night because of that chili and cornbread. When I woke up this morning and said my prayers, exactly. I kept farting, so I had to keep restarting my prayers because you know when you fart while you praying, your prayers null and void. I'm never I heard just of want that. y'all to know that out I'm, there. I'm, if you just, fart, just making that up. No, I'm not. If you fart while you praying. Prayer is null and void. Is that in the Bible? Yes. Okay. Now, I also want to get off my chest that I can't believe more people uh, aren't talking about the SOS tour from SZA. Mm. Okay, I went to go see the SOS tour this past Friday in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, and I know Taylor and Beyonce are on tour, and everybody's talking about those shows. Meanwhile, SZA is just out here quietly selling out arenas, killing everything moving. The concert... Uh, is is it actually plays out like a movie? Mm-hmm. It's cinematic. You know, she starts off sitting on that diving board like she is on the SOS album, mm-hmm. and then when she finishes uh, the song she's singing, she jumps in the water, and you can literally see her jump off the board and into the water, and then she's lost that sea uh, for 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 the rest of the show, and you see it play out in real time. So why, why have they been shading SZA? Because I thought they also invited her to perform at the VMAs, but then also didn't honor her. Yeah, I think they didn't give her a... Uh, she wasn't even nominated. No, nominated for Album of the Year, yeah. something like that. Mm. Which is very strange, because SZA literally had the number one album in the country for two months. Yeah. When every she show, every show's look sold out, too, by the yeah. way. They are. All the shows are sold out, sold out, sold out tour. She's out here cooking with mm-hmm. one of the best shows on the planet, one of the best productions I've seen at a concert in a long time. And I love SZA's career, uh, because she puts out albums when she wants to. Right. Right? And then when they drop, they have ultimate impact so you know salute to SZA okay I met her parents too this week uh, yeah. Friday yeah her mom and dad yeah they from Jersey yep yep yep, yep. alright well that was get it off your chest again if you're just joining us phone lines are down so what happens when you call we're unable to uh, answer the calls I try Let's put on speakerphone you know the number uh, 1-800-585-1051 correct 
Okay, yeah. Put Dre, speaker. Dre, Dre said the sky, the phone lines are down. We told Miami you that. Jump. Why doesn't he believe us? We <laughs> said that. that. We said it was a nationwide. He said it's a sky. Outage. I was hoping that gay dude would call up here. What's his name? Is it Trav? Trav, Trav. He said it's a Skynet takeover. Put it on speaker so we can hear it. I got it on speaker, fool. Then why can't we hear nothing? Because clearly ain't nothing happening. Oh, there it go. It's ringing. Did you pay your bill? The light going? No. Nothing? Let's see what happens. That's what it sounds like it's when I used to call up. my daddy house. Damn. <laughs> wow, it says the lines are busy. Yeah. Okay. So your dad never answered for you, Jason? Well, he's dead now. You know, when I was here on the show last Damn. week, we had Dr. Did you Elliot. call after that? No. Oh. Yeah. We should end on a lighter note, right? Yeah. Well, you were on the show, and you talked about your dad last time you were here. Yeah. And, and we then two days later. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing right now. This no, is, man. It's you. We shouldn't be laughing. You. This is not funny, Charlemagne. Come on. Crazy, man up. Man. No, we were, talking, we were talking to our therapist about, you know, closure and relationships mm -hmm. with our dads and stuff. And I said that people were telling me, you should call your dad because he's going he's gonna to die soon. He's old. And I said, no, because I had closure. And he died two days after I did the show. But I had closure. And I did not call. And I'm fine. Okay. I feel like he should talk that out you more to your therapist. You shouldn't have laughed. No, I feel Why are you like laughing at him? No, I laughed at <laughs> him when laugh. he said that's what used to happen when laugh. I called my daddy's house. <laughs> you shouldn't house. laugh. Therapy's not working. You shouldn't Yo, be laughing sick. right now. You're sick. You're a sick individual. Shut up. Can we call Tyrese? You know what? Salute to Tyrese. All right. When we come back, we got your rumor report. What are we talking about? Birdman hopped on Clubhouse with WAC 100 yesterday and said a lot of interesting things, but he commented on Cardi B being an alleged plant by the industry and even made an allegation about Bad Bunny and Drake. All right. We'll get into all that in a minute, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host, Jason Lee, here. And let's get to the rumors. Please do not be alarmed. Remain calm. Good morning, Jason Lee. I'm back. I'm one of one. All the Hollywood Unlocked viewers, what's happening? Don't even waste your time trying to compete with me. Nick. This is the Rumor Report. I knew I can talk my on the Breakfast Club. I ain't gonna lie. I'm in my mental health process, but I am cocked and loaded. Nick. Yo, Cardi B is getting support from somebody that none of us would have seen coming, and that's Birdman. Mm. Uh, Birdman hopped on a, a clubhouse yesterday with WAC 100, and he's reacting to Kanye West claiming that Cardi B was an industry plant uh, sent to replace Nicki Minaj. Now, last week, a clip of Kanye West's unreleased documentary surfaced, and I'm sure the Kardashians are behind that. And in it, uh, he called Cardi B an industry plant. If you missed it, here's what Kanye said. Yes, Corey CIA. Like, he didn't even have to say it. I know it. He's Illuminati. That's why Cardi B was over there. Cardi B is a plant by the Illuminati. She don't write her raps. She's just there to, like, sound as ignorant as possible and just, and then make songs like and you get some money. You know, she just literally replaced, you know, Nicki Minaj purposely that they put her there. And now she doesn't know what to do. Okay. And she's just a she has no idea what the f- is going on. She thinks it's just a blessing from the universe. There ain't no blessing from the f- universe. Now, oh, what, he, what he was referencing was a time where I actually took Cardi over to Kris Jenner's house to meet her, and then mm-hmm. Kim and uh, Kanye came over, and we all had guacamole and drinks. And- so you CIA too? 
And you and the Illuminati, Jason? I, hey, Jesus. listen, I've been waiting on the Illuminati to call me. They, the, their phone lines might be down like yours. Mm. Well, in that in that meeting, it was interesting because Kanye was telling Cardi how he, she was his hero because every time she said something, the world praised her, but every time he said something, he was canceled. And then to say you no know, later in this a documentary that we didn't even know was being filmed that she was a plant was interesting. Well, then uh, Cardi had caught wind of this and posted on her Instagram a part of a conversation I had with Ye on my last podcast, and this is what he said. Cousins were saying, come by here yesterday, but I, I was finishing. You're working. I was finishing that verse for your girl, you know what I mean? Like, I always believed in her since since she was on the show, period. It's kind of sad when people use your own words and your own voice against you, right? Yeah, I mean, we all know that rant was nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, 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 but for the sake of conversation, we can discuss it. Right. <laughs> like, the, the, I believe... I don't believe everything is a blessing from God. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I, I know Satan got a kingdom too. We're saying a rapper is an industry plant because of the content of their music, especially when the content of their music is about girls sleeping with dudes for money. Then damn near every rapper in the industry must be a plant then. Because the glorification of the drug culture, gang culture, murder, disrespect of women, sounds to me like they all plants pushing uh, negative content and a negative agenda. But let me ask you a question. When somebody we know uh, at times is not mentally well and they have outbursts like this and, and people pre and people post it, don't we know if he's probably not mentally well, mentally well at that time? It's not saying at that time, especially if he says one thing with Jason Lee when it's on camera and he says another thing behind the scenes when he's on the phone. You know I what mean, I mean? People are human too. And people, when they're, when they're upset... Like, he might have been upset that he wasn't at the function that y'all was having at Chris Jennings. He came. He came over. He came. He just he said was he came. there. He and he sat right across from me. You don't be listening. He said they ate guac. I, I didn't was, hear him I was say right that here. Cardi was right here. Ye and Kim was right here. Chris and Corey's right here. And he was saying to her, you're my hero because you can oh. You know, he was basically building her up. And the crazy part is I, what I really think is happening is Ye is in the middle of so many lawsuits right now. He probably didn't pay the person who shot that. And they probably are just putting out all these clips. That, that's what I think is Yeah, happening. I really don't be listening because I really don't be caring we about 95% of this stuff. But also, Nicki Minaj didn't get replaced by Cardi either. Mm -hmm. They both out here. Uh, Nicki Minaj got coexisting. replaced by Nicki Minaj. Now, what happened was... Nicki <laughs> hasn't been replaced, man. Nicki's still here. Okay. Cardi caught wind of... Uh, <laughs> this guy's, this guy's crazy. Cardi caught wind of all that and posted that. But, you know, she had just been... She's been harassed since she came out the gate. And she is tired of it and basically has warned everybody that she has receipts. And this is what she said. I've been trying not to disappoint my fans because I've been trying to... I've been trying to, like, be Cardi B, the professional. But Belkali's the demon it'd be really close to come out. And I don't want that because I don't want to disappoint my fans. I'm going to just say this. People love Cinderella to Cinderella get a glass house. And let me keep it cute. Cinderella and to my haters and to your mother that want to see mess, leave me the f alone because I come with receipts. I come with receipts, years old receipts. I got receipts on all you and you and I will f Bring this internet into shambles. You don't even know. I want to know about Cinderella in this glass house. Well, she, she had, had a glass house, glass shoes. I, think. I remember glass the glass slipper. slippers. Mm -hmm. She had a glass slipper, but this Cinderella story, she's been able to build the whole glass house. Meaning her whole life. It's not like she just got the one slipper and then she went and got the prince or whatever that guy was. She got the whole thing. Sad, sad thing about Cardi B is I've known Cardi B a long time before she was famous when she yeah. was working at the strip clubs and she was hosting the strip clubs. And Cardi B has always been a good person. Yeah. Like a good person person uh before the fame after the fame just a down-to-earth good person so when i see her get attacked for some of the things that she said 
Cardi B wasn't expecting this fame. That's because you on Cardi payroll. I'm not on. No, don't, don't no, say no, that. no. I I'm Cardi B. Unlocked. Both of y'all on I'm Cardi, Cardi B. Payroll. Unlocked. I think I'm Cardi B. Unlocked. Yeah, Cardi B. Unlocked. But it's the truth about Cardi B. And you would you would say the same. We've known Cardi before. Don't tell fame. me I'm on Cardi's payroll. You are. Can I say this? Can you I say are. this? Because I know Mike Kaiser's listening. Atlantic X. Wow. You just gonna put the plug out there. You don't even care, Jason. Now you really okay. gonna fuel the internet. Ju- Julie Greenwald. Let me put wow. her out there. Drop a bomb. Drop a bomb. Oh, okay. wow. they, they actually pay, internet. You caught us. They actually pay the least. Matter of fact, let's put that out there in terms of marketing, and they should be paying money. But anyway, that's just my own rant. You what? talked about the things that we're mad about. What you said? Okay. Well, listen, listen. I gotta put this out there. Bird, I'm Bird, walking Bird, out Birdman. Birdman went on Clubhouse, and this is what he had to say about this all. I don't, I don't really um, pass judgment on other people's things. No, that's not my thing. No disrespect to nobody. It's just not my thing. I never saw it, and if if I did see it. I've never passed judgment on that because I don't believe in downplaying people in the music industry in no kind of way. Because if you in this, you know how hard it is. If you in this, you know how real it is. That's right. If you in this, you know that dying this. Mm-hmm. Cardi got it out the mud. She did. Nikki got it out the mud. She did. You Kanye got it out the mud. We all in Kanye this room did. got it out the mud. Absolutely. <laughs> For real. I got it out the blood, <laughs> Illuminati. And I'm just playing with y'all. The blood of Jesus. But I think, I think the that, blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. All praises due to God. But I think See? that's there we go, Jason. Now I think we that's talking. a big deal though for a Birdman to come out and say that and and to just validate the hard work that we all know Cardi's mm-hmm. put in that Nicki's put in. We saw it. Yeah, By the way, we saw it with both of them. Absolutely, Nicki and Cardi, thousand percent from Bird, the ground up. Birdman might be the bridge to bringing them together. That'd be fantastic. That would be great. I'm sick of all y'all niggas at this point. I'll be honest with you. Because, yeah, like you said, that grind was like no other. New York didn't F with Nicki at first, and Nicki had to get it out the mud, and Cardi B was the same. I saw it all from the beginning. Absolutely. Both of them. Both of them. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news, and then Rich Paul will be joining us. His new book, Lucky Me, is out today. We're going to kick it with him, so don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Jason Lee, our special guest co-host. Let's get in some front page news. So last night, the Raiders beat the Packers. Last night, seventeen to thirteen. So, but let's uh, jump into some news. Let's talk about this funeral home that found one hundred and fifteen decaying bodies. Yeah, this is a wild story, and it was allegedly uh, an eco-friendly funeral home. Uh, Let's listen to the report, and I got some more information on the other side. A funeral home in Colorado is under investigation tonight, accused of storing up to 100 bodies in a 2,500-square-foot structure. It began with reports of suspicious activity, and when investigators got inside, they found the bodies stacked in that building, leading to a hazardous situation. The property belongs to Nature Funeral Home, based in Colorado Springs. And neighbors have been complaining about the odor for weeks. Actually, it was real smelly last night, and um, they were the cops were out there with their lights on and tape up. Officials are trying to identify the bodies, which could take months. And a state of emergency has been declared in Fremont County to free up resources to help. But so far, no arrests have been made. Somebody forgot to do their job. They forgot to put the product <laughs> in the box. Jesus. Like, where are these people's families? Did they not realize it was not a funeral? <laughs> like, how did that happen? Well, why would you yep. store 125 bodies? What was no the purpose? Idea. That doesn't make any sense. Food? Well, the funeral home provides natural burials, uh, so they do not use embalming chemicals or biogradable caskets. So uh, when you have natural bodies that are just sitting there over time, and you notice, Jason, out in L.A., you know, L.A., you can sit there a whole month, you know, at the funeral home. I, it was a funeral last week. But I, oh, yeah. The funeral I went to um, a couple of weeks ago, he passed away over a month. 
uh, that's the average time uh, in California. So it's 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 possible to sit at a funeral home that long. And so when these bodies were not being embalmed, uh, not uh, stored properly, I guess I'm assuming because you know they weren't, I guess, in the cooler or whatever you know happened with that. And he tried to hide the fact that they were not uh, stored properly, and so that is why uh, they started decaying. But yes, the average time for depending on finance, depending on in particular when COVID happened, people were sitting there in California for a couple of months. But least. how big is this funeral home? That a hundred and you know, there's a hundred and fifteen bodies. That's just a lot of bodies. It's just bodies on top of bodies on top of but bodies on top of bodies. I mean, they can have a warehouse. It could be like a warehouse size. I don't know. It's pretty small. Like if you look, it's it's a it's a pretty small. It, it's a Eerie, look, check check out the, the photos. But, but 115 yeah, families were yeah, waiting but, but you home? know what? Majority of people got to be homeless. They got to be. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be. Yeah, majority of yeah. people got to be homeless because there's no way that they're going to have all these decaying bodies stacked up on top of each other and nobody is is wondering when is the funeral. Yeah, not 115 Like 115? Families. Nah, I, bet, I guarantee you majority of these people are homeless, especially in L.A. I just can't imagine what the smell well, is like. Well, this is in Colorado. What oh, I'm saying well, Colorado. In, in, but I, I bet you, yeah, I, I bet you, majority of people are homeless. Yeah, Colorado has a lot of homeless too, but that's a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. Now let's talk no, about. I'm what just saying, in LA, it definitely the the burials have been at least over uh, a, a month that's for a, many funerals. So not the people that even know. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into Walgreens. What's going on with Walgreens? Yeah, once again, uh, you have some workers, you know, who are uh, fed up with current working conditions. Uh, so the pharmacist technicians and support staff say that working conditions is difficult to safely fill prescriptions and they're demanding change. Uh, more than 500 Walgreens locations are participating in this walkout, which will take place Monday, yesterday, you know, until Wednesday. Some stores plan to protest for one of the one of the days, while others will close their do- do- doors for three days. Uh, there are 9000 Walgreens across the U.S. Now, unlike you union strikes, uh, Walgreen workers do not have a central body to organize the protest, so they relied on this, organ- they just organized themselves on social media, email, and flyers in planning the walkout, and uh, they are expecting to possibly do this on next week. Now, as we know, Kaiser, uh, the largest healthcare worker strike, is happening as well, as of 75,000 union members are also uh, complaining for better conditions and pay, and according to the Cornell University Labor Action Track Tracker, from actors to auto workers, more than 450,000 workers have participated in strikes this year. There's been over 312 strikes in the U.S. this year. So we definitely have a problem uh, with workers and being fed up. There's something to that to be said. I mean, little known fact, I used to be a um, director of a labor union working with the Kaiser system. So I know that we negotiated the original contract. I mean, they have probably the best healthcare contract in the country. There's 23 unions that work within the Kaiser system, so to coordinate 75,000 people to walk off the job, especially people who care for patients, is not an easy thing. So if they're fighting for something, it must be a either a patient standard issue or something. But, uh, but yeah. they're saying poor condition at, I guess, at the Walgreens where they work. I, I, I don't know. What, what poor conditions are they having at Walgreens? Well, I, they're talking about being understaffed, uh, you know, not being able to have the support that they need. Same thing like all of these workers are talking about, you know, not being paid, not having the right staff, uh, not having the, the resources that they need. This is becoming a, a trickle down effect, you know, from from actors to the auto workers to, you know, the healthcare employees. This is a, a fact between, you know, a big issue between those who are working and those who have all the power. And so you're just seeing folks, you know, say, hey, it's, it's, we're going to do something too. Teachers have went on strike this year. I mean, if you look across the board, the complaints are pretty much similar, you know, across across the board. Workers are, are fed up and they, they want more representation. 
All right. Well, that is front page news. That's right. And make sure you subscribe to Teslin Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And follow at Teslin Figaro on all social media platforms. All right. Now, when we come back, Rich Paul will be joining us. His book, Lucky Me, is out today. Man, a memoir of changing the odds. It is, it is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic read. Rich Paul is probably the biggest sports agent in the country. Um, instrumental in the careers of LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I mean, you, you've heard of clutch, uh, clutch, what is it, clutch sports management? Clutch sports, yeah. yeah. Clutch sports management. You've heard of clutch sports management, I'm sure. So we'll talk to Rich Paul. I think he said he had the top 10 uh, this year in the NBA draft. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk to him. Said, I think he said all, all the top 10 picks were his. Yeah, all the top clutch 10 sports picks. group. Clutch sports yes. group. Yeah, so we're going to talk to him next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. His book is out today. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich Paul. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. First of all, I want to tell you, man, I love your book, Lucky Me. Thank like, you. Like, I read it thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. But I need to know the process of this book because I know the publishers probably wanted more, like, your agent life now, uh, you know, what is what is your relationship with LeBron. But you didn't nah. give him that. Nah. You gave him all east side of Cleveland, very detailed, and I mm -hmm. appreciated that. But how did you get the publishers to agree with that? Well, this wasn't the publisher's idea. Okay. The book was my idea, along with my team. You know, it's a timing thing, so it was like, you know, would you ever do a book? I'm like, yeah, if I do a book, though, I don't want it to be a puff piece. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's important for people to, there's people inspiring to be you, or be in your position. And they see the successes, right? They see courtside at games, mm -hmm. the, the negotiated deals and all that. And so people say, well, you know, I can be Rich Paul. You got these companies looking for the next young black guy with a cool jacket on to, mm -hmm. to be their representation of mm -hmm. a Rich Paul. But I'm like, no, y'all missing a lot. If you want to be me today, let's start here. Mm -hmm. Let me Absolutely. educate you on some of the things that I know will resonate with you. I know it resonates with you, mm -hmm. you. And everybody, and so I just didn't want to write a puff piece. I wanted it to be something that was impactful, educational, you know, because experiences are education. You know, mm -hmm. people look at it, and what I didn't realize, and I realize even more today, you know, when you're going through shit as a kid, like you read about my mom, you read about, you know, just some dark days, mm -hmm. it's like the world is coming to an end, right? You think, like, oh, everything is crumbling. But then in the position I sit in today, I'm like, oh, those are like superpowers for me. Absolutely. Right? Because now in these boardrooms, you know, I'm on the board of Live Nation. I'm on the board of UTA. I'm on the board of the LACMA. You know, coming from this place, this kid. And so it's weird how it, it shaped me and gave me just this unbelievable molding, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I think as we were writing the book, I wanted to make sure that it was not exactly what you what you was because that's what people would think right. and, and when and when they hear the title they immediately go to oh he met lebron in the airport that's why he's lucky yeah. and i'm really being extremely sarcastic to those simple-minded thinkers like mm -hmm. that you know i took a little page out of charlemagne's book mm -hmm. with the sarcasm mm -hmm. yeah yeah but but it's interesting when you say that because when you read the book it's still luck because i was always a person that never believed in luck i'm still trying to yeah, like grasp the concept of yeah. luck. You know mm -hmm. what I mean. So, so to be in the position that you're in right now, do you think it was luck, hard work, or hustle? Well, I want I want to start from the beginning. Uh, somebody listening might not know who Rich Paul is. So yeah, I don't want to take that for granted. Right, for sure. Now, yeah. so super agent, you you uh, I, I want to say manage the careers of a lot of uh, athletes, not just in basketball and football and, and other sports yeah. as well. And for people that don't know, I just want to break down. You met LeBron in, in the, the airport, airport yeah. and back in Cannes Airport. Y'all connected on 
things outside of just sports. You're connected on fashion and familyhood and this, that, yeah. and the other. And you decided you wanted to be an agent, but you didn't go to hey, school that, for no, sports no, management, right? A little step. Yeah. Because he puts you on payroll. Well, I don't give too so, much of the book away. But right, 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 right. Here's what happens. So we, I was already going back and forth to Atlanta. So through that, those travels, I actually met LeBron in the airport one day. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it was interesting because LeBron, you see, y'all kicked it, became friends just on life, right? Yeah. Life, yeah. Then he put you on salary. You didn't even know why. No, he, he called me down to his house one day. He asked me for my social security. And I'm like, man, no way I'm going to give you my social. You know, you can't play with nobody's social. Mm -hmm. But after about 45 minutes, I ended up giving it to him. And we had been to camps, Jordan camp, Nike camp, all these different camps. And so, yeah, man, like a, about a month or so later, a check come in the mail. And my mother was like, yeah, you you know, you're making 48000 pretty much a year, 2000 a month, whatever it was. And I'm like, cool, but nobody's called me and told me anything. So I called him. I was like, yo, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what's my job? He was like, I don't have nothing for you, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't got nothing. He was like, I just, he told me, he's like, ever since you've been around me, it's been nothing but love. Like, I, I don't I don't feel threatened. You damn sure ain't no leech or anything like that. And I will figure out, I just got to have you around me. Because like, because you know, like, I remember one time he didn't, he might not have wanted to sign an autograph for a kid or something. And I had a conversation with him, like, you should sign an autograph because you just never know. Not knowing that he was going to play, you know, 30 years in the league. Mm -hmm. But back then, I'm saying, you don't know how long, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's going to want your autograph. And you also don't know what it does to this kid. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I said to him, I said, God chooses people for a reason. You know, you got to play the cards that's dealt. The cards that's dealt to you just so happen to come with an abundance of pictures being taken and autographs being signed. And this was prior to him being drafted by the way mm. I believe that all the wisdom your father instilled in you and that's that's another reason I love the book because of the way you honor your father in the book I believe a lot of the wisdom he instilled in you you were able to instill in Braun 100% you know and he probably and others, needed yeah. that father figure 100% at that, at yeah. that moment and yeah. it was and you know it was four of us but I brought we all brought something different to the table I brought that element like you're saying mm -hmm. just that cold heart truth street you know a protection in a lot of ways he felt and a confidence for all of us though like you know I would do you know I had Corms and Jacobs and Rolexes and if it here man not him because his wrist was too big but like I, I was a guy I wanted everybody to look like something mm -hmm. right and so that mentality I got from my hood like if it was your turn Envy to go and buy the Jordans you bought them for all 10 of us mm -hmm. damn you know that's how it was mm -hmm. and if it was my turn or if Al or somebody had to go or and buy this like they get them for it wasn't nothing like that right even when we bought the scooters I didn't have the money on me my man Mike E had it I'm like he lived closer I'm like just give me a, just give me 10 I'll give it to you when, you, when we get back down the way he's mm -hmm. like okay cool you know that's mm -hmm. how that's how our relationship and I'm still friends to this day with pretty much all the guys I grew up with I can't hang out with them because I'm in a different space but when I go home, I don't I don't really have no new friends. These mm -hmm. are, you know, my friends. Why was it important for you to honor and celebrate your father the way you did in Lucky Me? He was just such a great example for me. And, and growing up, most of my friends didn't have a father. Mm -hmm. And even though my father didn't live in the house with me, he was just such a great example. And not for me, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody respected my dad. Man, when my dad's funeral, you had 2,000 people, people there from the age of 3 to 93. Wow. Everybody came and paid their respects. And I never forget, a man came in my dad's store one day after he passed. And he was like, Big Rich here? He was like, nah, man, you know, he, he died. This grown man, he had to be about 57 years old. Man, it hit him 
hard. He couldn't believe it because my dad helped people grow. My dad helped people. He raised a lot of these people, mm -hmm. men and women. Like girls, if they got pregnant and didn't know how to tell their parents, they'd come to my dad. Mm. Guys went to the jail. The payphone in my dad's store, when you call, a lot of guys that went to jail, they would call and my dad would actually bond them out. Mm. So, you know, and in a lot of ways, that actually saved my life in a lot of ways because I had so much protection from the foundation that my dad, mm. my uncle, my brother laid down. And when I had the conversation on Gil's pod with Stephen A. Smith, remember when I said, that's Cap? Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to be negative towards him. I'm saying it's Cap because I come from an environment where I survived that energy for somebody to tell me, get the, you know. Oh, you're talking about Stephen A. Smith walked up on you? Or said, no, when he, said, when he said he told me to get the get out of his face. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, you never said that to me. Not because I'm this tough guy, because I'm for... I'm for peace, prophet, but I'm going to stand on what I believe in. Mm -hmm. It's because where I come from, my energy is not going to push you to say that to me. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And that was that was my thing. Not because it's this tough thing. No, it's, I, I never, my aura doesn't exude that. But it's because of how I grew up. All right, we got more with Rich Paul. When we come back, his book, Lucky Me, is out right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Rich Paul. He has a new book, Lucky Me, out right now. You know him as the agent to LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and so many more. Charlemagne? Speaking of Gil's podcast, why you disrespect Michael Jordan like that on the podcast? I didn't disrespect yes, Michael you Jordan. Did. You said that he's, you said Braun is platinum and Michael is gold. gold. Yeah. Like, damn. Really? I said for me, because the way I'm looking at it is. You never respected Michael Jordan, too. You said that in the book. I did not say you didn't that. Say, <laughs> I did not say that. Tell you, put words in your mouth. Okay, that's, 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 okay. That's you're right. Like, but you're not going to do that, you said you, you said you respected him on the court, but off the court, he wasn't for the culture, basically, is what you said. No, I said I respected him on the court, of course, but I, there was no touch point. There points. was no culture. My Michael yeah, Jordan yeah. was a different guy off the court. Yeah. You know, I had several examples of Michael Jordan off the court. Right, so that that's not a slight to me. I love Michael Jordan. I, by, by the way, every shoe until like after fourteen, because it started getting a little weird. Every game I used to watch the commercials. Wouldn't even ch- I was a Michael Jordan. I understand fan. everything. Everything you yeah. said about Jordan in the book, I understood exactly what you meant. Yeah, but that's my thing. So like Iverson was more culturally Iverson, relevant to us. Yeah, yeah. And, but but okay. So when you think about a guy like Allen Iverson, imagine if Allen Iverson had a Rich Paul. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a different dynamic. Because I understand him, I understand culture, and I know what those braids and what that arm sleeve did, and Tattoos, I understand right, yep. the business that 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 didn't necessarily go with Reebok. Mm-hmm. Who would you have took him with back then? Nike. Did Nike understand it? Because he was there. It's not like I'm sure Nike offered him something. Allen Iverson knew what his agent told him. Mm-hmm. You can spin it however which way you want to spin it, mm-hmm. and if you don't know culture. How many pairs of sneakers you think his agent bought, Allen Iverson? I don't know, but I know I bought a bunch of them, man. But I'm yeah. just saying, prior to Allen Iverson, yeah, how many yeah. pairs of sneakers you think his agent probably bought? Reebok? Oh, no, his period? agent. Oh yeah, probably none. Mm-mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So how could you how could you do a shoe deal for me and you don't because gotcha. you're gonna get very few guys that can actually move product. Mm-hmm. Everybody have a signature shoe cannot move product. Mm-hmm. So that's just for your ego. Mm-hmm. When you have a signature shoe, the goal is to build a signature business. There's been very few guys that can build a signature business. That's real. My thing is, you can't help me make that decision. It's, now, you can help 99.9% of the players make a decision on a shoe deal because it's just pretty simple if you don't care about the brand pretty much most guys gonna want to wear who's paying the most money mm-hmm. it's only gonna work while I'm playing but if you're an Allen Iverson that ain't what you need you need somebody that understands culture mm-hmm. understands cool understands product you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. because you have the opportunity to build a business that can have sustainability in the marketplace mm-hmm. much longer than you play Let's, nah, go back to, let's go back to the platinum antlers thing, though. No, okay. So all I'm saying is that's just for me. I think people, people oftentimes want you to think how they think for whatever reason. Obviously, we know MJ's a goat of his era. No, he's the goat of his era. He's the goat, Rich. It's okay. Of 
Listen, you can't compare eras, man. Like, you can't fault MJ for the era he played in. You can't fault LeBron for the era he played in. Mm -hmm. You can't fault Steph Curry for changing it. Steph Curry changed the game of basketball and the way it's played. My coach, Frank Novak, or Coach J, may he rest in peace, the Glenville legendary coach. If you stepped across half court and shot a 40-foot jumper. You'd be on the bench. That's a bad shot. Steph Curry turned a bad shot into a great shot. For Steph Curry. That's right. Not for everybody. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We can knock those things. And again, when you talk about the, the Jordan, LeBron, everybody going to have their own opinion. You're entitled, to, you're entitled to that. Michael Jordan was the best guy I ever seen play the game of basketball until 20 years of LeBron, me seeing 20 years of LeBron. That's not a knock. LeBron could also play with Mike. I think LeBron would have been just as good in Mike's era. Do you think people will ever fully appreciate Bron no. if we keep comparing him to Michael no, Jordan? that's my thing. LeBron was the first person that did things how he wanted to do it, unapologetically. They wanted you to do everything like Mike. Well, I don't have to do that. That shouldn't be a knock on me. Mm -hmm. Good right? marketing, though. Be like Mike. Everybody yeah. wanted to be like Mike. Yeah, but, you know, everybody wanted to be like Mike. That was a great... That was a great <laughs> you know, when you think to about stop himself yeah. from saying something, <laughs> but when you think about that, that you, shot hurt you that bad, man. When he beat Cleveland in the playoffs, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I was actually no, no, I was actually a Mike fan. I was actually a Mike. I'm still a Mike fan. I, I talk to Mike all the time. Wait, wait, like wait, it's wait. not a, that's not a thing. Do y'all argue about who's better, him or Bron? We have we go on debates about different things. I got the utmost respect for Mike. We go on mm -hmm. debates about different things, mm -hmm. but I'm also a truth. Like I don't sugarcoat things, and I, I'm never gonna get in the room. It could be Jay-Z in here and Mike in here and, and then here comes Charlemagne and I act like I don't know you or I start talking different. I'm not going to get to New York and start talking like I'm from New York. I don't, mm -hmm. We don't mm -hmm. play that where I'm from. So it don't matter who it is on the other end. If I believe something, that's what I believe. It's not a slight to anybody. Mm -hmm. I think Mike's the GOAT. I also think LeBron's the GOAT. I agree with that. I think the antlers are a little different. For different reasons. That has nothing to do with the game of basketball, though. It, Who's your it top five? It's a great business. Ball players all time. My top five all time? All time. Top five of all time? Mm -hmm. Bron, Mike. I mean, I got to put Steph in there now. Because you got Steph at three? Not in no particular. I'm doing positions. Okay, okay. Yeah. I got because Mike. I got to put Kobe in there, too, man. Of course. Man. Why don't you, you got to think about no, that? No, no. I'm just saying I got to put Kobe in there. That's four. You got one more. That's four. You go Magic. You go Shaq. You go... Nah, because I already got my point guard. And I rock with Magic, but I, I mean, you know, I would go Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, I would probably go Shaq. But, it's, you know, I don't do top five. That's my team that nobody can beat. That's my team. Mm -hmm. But then when you talk about just great players, Kevin Durant's a great player. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Despite what anybody has to say. The league is full of great players right now. Giannis is a great player. Mm -hmm. You know, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. People try to get on a guy like AD, but there's no better basketball player when you talk about Anthony Davis when he's playing the game of basketball he's at healthy. his level. He's mm -hmm. unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But these young guys today, you look at what Jason Tatum, I mean, all these. And I have the guys that I represent, the young guys that I represent. We got dogs, man. Garland, Maxi, John, DeJounte, Trey. You know, Miles Bridges is back. Zach Levine, De'Aaron Fox. You're really the best agent in the world. Relax, you really relax, <laughs> relax, relax, Charlotte, man. No, you really yeah, are. I'm just saying. you rep your players so as hard. As he should, yeah, though. I don't, I've never but seen that should, before. Though. Maybe, yeah. the, what's the dude named Drew Rosenhaus? Maybe a little bit, but not but like as he you should. Nah, yeah, nah. I mean, because you got to understand, like, I'm appreciative of, of, of my guys. You're only as strong as the guys allow you to be. You know, the way I go about and we go about our business as a company 
it's just different. We know I'm not. I know I'm not gonna be able to represent every mm -hmm. player. Every family don't want to hear the truth when you're in a, a meeting, and at the same time, you know you still got parents that believe in the so-called establishment, and you still got people that are defined by their business card. I don't. I don't carry a business card because mm -hmm. I define a business card. It's a difference, mm -hmm. you know. All right, we got more with Rich Paul when we come back. His book Lucky Me is out right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Rich Paul. He has a new book, Lucky Me, out right now. You know him as the agent to LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and so many more. When the league tried to box you out, how difficult was that? Because at one time, they tried to change... The Rich Paul rule. The Rich Paul rule, where well, you, had it, to, you had to go to school and this, well, that, and the other. When they tried two, to box you out, well, break that down. Things, a couple things happened. So when I first got into business, the first thing, there was an article written on me that tried to basically stunt my growth or stop me from being put in position to even represent players. Mm -hmm. That was done strategically coming from a place I once was. And they tried to do that. A couple people did. That was one thing that many people skip over and don't even know about. And so I had to go through this whole thing. The NCAA investigated me, all that, found nothing. But the young man lost his eligibility, which was bad. It really cost him. But that came from somebody strategically targeting me to try to do that mm -hmm. number one and at the time when the article was written it was like damn you got them to write this article about me that you know not true that really pissed me off and then from there the rule from the NCAA that became the Rich Paul rule that said agents had to have a college degree to be able to represent people that are testing the water meaning that I'm not sure if I'm a pro or not and I want to keep my eligibility well I don't really represent guys that's testing the water anyway, so I really wasn't focused on that. But at the same time, when I thought about it a little bit more, I'm like, damn, this is not even about me per se, because I'm already over the hill mm -hmm. in terms of I made on the other side. It's nothing they can really do to me. Mm -hmm. This is about people coming behind me, mm -hmm. right? And so they're trying to stop that. And that's when I wrote the op-ed. I think it took six days for them to take it down or whatever it was. Like, they totally removed it. Because that was BS. And, and, and it was clear and blatant. They know that, yeah. yeah. It was blatant, yeah. Now, now, I know books are always, you know, great first steps, first steps in the journey of healing. So what are you doing to unpack some of the trauma that you experienced throughout your life? Writing this book was very therapeutic for me, man. Okay. I needed that. Okay. I needed that because, you know, as a kid, I bottled so much. And I didn't know anything about talking to a therapist back then. Mm -hmm. You know, the therapist was like a guy with a fifth of rose in his hand. <laughs> you drunk. You talking to You know, but... Today, I'm in a much different space, and that's why I felt it was kind of like four things. Motivation, the book, I think it was important to give people perspective mm -hmm. and perception, and then to allow people to, to walk with you through your journey and, and, and these experiences because we have shared experiences despite race, gender, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, background, wherever you came from. There's a chapter in this book that you share an experience with me in some shape, form, or fashion, Absolutely. for sure. And for some people, most chapters in this book, you're going to share an experience with me. So the timing of it just felt right. And anything I do is gut and heart, man. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and just like me and LeBron was texting the other day and I was like, man, I really want to get the, the artist to do like a self-destruction or all in the same game type mm -hmm. song because it's just what's happening today with our youth. Just just so much careless killing and 
I don't knock the music in terms of sharing your story, but it, it, it's just to a point to where we need a different message. And it, that's not to not be cool and not to be relatable and all that. I know the relatability thing, but it's also relatable to tell somebody what you're doing, why you're doing it, and why not to do it as well? Because that's what we grew up on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like change is cool to cop, but more important is lawyer, lawyer fees. fees you know? right. That's but how it is now. That's how it always, always be. be. I never change. It's always me. You know, like mm -hmm. I can't expect people to be Jay, and I don't. But at the same time, there's a balance, right? But we need that. We need because it, it's just crazy. That's what's going on. You know, right now, it's not even about no money. You know this, and there's there's a there's a chapter in the book. Remember, I talk about the kid who said, well. That's why your mom smoked crack, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and you, I you had learned to, how to you used to snap crazy, and then when they would do that, you would get frozen. Yeah. You learned how to navigate through that, right? And today, it's hard for kids to do that because social media is observer's paradox. And so, if me and you got into it at school and we was in the bathroom, but Envy was the only one that seen us, you know, it's like, well, I won. No, you say you won. Well. Envy only one that's seen us. Maybe he want to comment on it. Maybe he don't. I think us two would have been teasing Envy. I just feel like that. I feel like, <laughs> but, like I feel like he's a guy that could be light skin. <laughs> you be yeah. You gotta you gotta relax on Envy, man. With the, with the light skin. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. You know, I, I support Envy back in the day when he did you, a lot for us in the in the culture. Like you gotta relax <laughs> on Envy. Thank you, Rich. Please. Thank, Thank you, Rich. But but what I will say is just like but today anything you do. If a kid don't get a like, they take the picture down or enough likes, mm -hmm. you know, and then now it's about comments that people are making and it's causing this retaliation right. and you losing the kid prior to. So I, I look at it, I'm saying like, you got to be able to get there. Like these kids not even allowing yeah. themselves to get there mm -hmm. to where, you know, we all did crazy stuff when you're young, mm -hmm. but like who you are today, how you perceive life and, you know, your family and different things like that, your job. When you look back on some of the things you did when you was young, like, and that was stupid. Absolutely. That was really stupid, Absolutely. you know? And so, but they not even getting the chance to look back. They want to do it. Yeah. They, they want to, mm -hmm. It's a clout thing, and it's and it's a, it's just a weird place right now. Uh, east side of Cleveland, yeah, one twenty fifth in Edmonton, yeah, one twenty fifth in Edmonton is like the to the exact Google Map, boom, origin. Mm -hmm. But Glenville community and, and St. Clair is where I'm is where I'm from. How does Adele fare in those environments? <laughs> I took her there. Really? Hell yeah! What? Yeah. What did she say? By the way, it's a funny. You had Adele on the block. Listen, hundred percent, hundred percent. And by the way, you know we pulling up. And I got security. I got the feds. Cars. You should, yeah, 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 right? But and the Cleveland police, everybody. So I'm pulling up to houses. You know what it looks like when we when we pulling up. Yeah. You know, all black trucks. People probably like the president's in town. No, they think the president's town. No, they think the feds. Yeah, they running. Yeah, they so you know, it starts spreading throughout the neighborhood like, man, like you bro, you can't you gotta give us a heads up or something. You can't be Pulling up like <laughs> like that, but no, like we went to the hood, though. No, for sure. My family is my family, bro. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, in the book. And when you in Cleveland, all we all we saw was Cleveland. So no matter how far I go in life, I take mm -hmm. Cleveland with me because I couldn't be me without Cleveland, and not just St. Clair, all of Cleveland. You know, mm -hmm. up the way, down the way, cross town. Like this book it, is a love letter to Cleveland. It raised me. It really bro. is. It really it, it really raised me, and it's, it'd be hard for me to be who I am with, without. The way I, I grew up and I, I i really appreciate the guys in the dice house that raised me you know mm -hmm. all of them you know little moes and texas and winks and mm -hmm. and my uncle lance my uncle warren you know how did the hood embracing the adele when you had her out there they loved it you know yeah they, yeah, they rock with it yeah that's some legendary shit. yeah they rock mm -hmm. with it yeah they, <laughs> they, they rock with it because that's part of me 
It's hard to date me and then I'm not me. Right. That like that'll never happen. I'm not changing for nobody. I had Jake send the hoods one one day during the tour. This was like 05. Mm -hmm. And he came out and where my this guys at? Where this guys at? Where my where my St. Clair is that you know what I'm saying? Ain't the same. Jake grew up in Marcy. No, no, no. I understand. Are you saying? You saying the? I'm just saying in terms of just me being me. But no, they love it. They love it for sure. You getting married? Life is good, Charlamagne. Are you back? Because you've been referring to you as her husband. Life is very good. Oh, I don't. You know, life is good. Life is good. Well, the book is out today. Lucky me. It's Rich Paul. It's the Breakfast Club. Morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, shout to Rich Paul for joining us. Lucky Me is out right now. Pick up that book. Man, fantastic, fantastic read. And the reason I keep telling y'all that uh, the last page of this book is literally meeting him meeting LeBron James is because that's how interesting Rich Paul's story in life was mm -hmm. up until that point. Yep. All right. Well, let's get to the room. It's Jason Lee's here, y'all. Please do not be alarmed. Remain calm. Good morning, Jason Lee. I'm back. I'm one of one. All the Hollywood Unlocked viewers, what's happening? Don't even waste your time trying to compete with me, you Nick. This is the rumor report. I knew I can talk my on the breakfast club. I ain't gonna lie. I'm in my mental health process, but I am cocked and loaded. Nick. Well, Britney Spears has blessed us all with yet another dance on her social media. She took to Instagram and blessed us with a dance uh, to the song Beyonce came I, uh, performed years ago called Daddy Lessons. Now, if you don't know that song, this is it. With his gun in his head held high, he told me not to cry. Oh, I know Britney cut a rug to that one. Sure I didn't right. see it. You don't know nothing about that song. Nothing at all. At all. I, mean, I do know that record. I'm a Pinkett Smith one for Nose Carter. Don't play with me. That was Britney's record, wasn't it? No. Oh. Th this is why people are confused. I have no idea. This is why people are confused. I think there's going to be a study at some point that we all realize we were wrong for freeing Britney because Britney, she probably should be locked back up. Anyway, so she was dancing to this song. Uh, in her black crop top and cheetah print panties and black boots and she captioned it by saying so many people have done remixes to my songs without my knowledge so I guess it's safe to say I will be redoing this song eventually just need to meet G I need to meet Jay-Z and rap to it what's up I didn't know that was a Britney song I know that that was uh, I didn't know it was Britney either. I thought that was Beyonce off, and the Dixie off the Lemonade album yeah it was oh well she's saying that this is her song I guess that she's gonna remix but maybe Maybe Why she think it's her song? Because it starts off going, yeah! No, she, she thought that was for her? She probably thinks it's her song because she's not on her medication. Mm. So it's not really her song? No. You confused me. I mean, we, go we, we Googled it. No, we Googled it. It doesn't show anywhere that it's Britney's song. I'm sure Britney Spears fans will Or maybe she's saying she just want to remix Beyonce's song. Yeah, she's saying she wants to cover Beyonce's Daddy Lessons with Jay-Z. I thought she said because Beyonce covered one of her songs first. That's what I thought. She says so many people have done remixes to my songs without my knowledge. Yeah, she's not talking about Beyonce. Oh. She's just talking about well, in general. nobody wants Britney Spears to redo this song, and Jay-Z's not going to answer your call. I don't think so either. All right. Well, there's other stuff going on. Uh, that was mean, Jason. You think Jason gonna call Britney back? 
Why the hell would Jason? Well, never. Mind. I don't know what y'all talking about now. Now I'm really confused. <laughs> you just said that's mean. You don't listen. You don't pay attention. <laughs> I'm saying Jason was mean to Britney. You idiot. Uh, how, how was I mean to Britney? He just, I just stating the facts. I just said that she needs help. That's not what you said. Wait, what do you, you say? say nobody she, wants to hear Beyonce. Nobody wants to hear her do Beyonce's song. Jay Z's not gonna call her back. Nobody wants to hear her sing a song that Beyonce's done. Nobody's gonna call her back. Nobody wants to see her in her cheetah print panties. Her dogs Clyde are running. Does. From- <laughs> Plies wants his, Plies likes seeing her in them cheetah print panties. He might be okay. the only one right now. Okay, well, listen. Um, Drake's father now is also speaking up. He's tired of you and everybody else. Um, come, sorry. <laughs> Yo, bro. What is the list, man? We got to put the list back. Somebody took the list in front what of you. What the hell is that list going to do for Jason Lee? Yo, I keep telling you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That was a hard one, too. Pause. Okay, there's a effing shame. It's an effing shame that a young artist can't do his own thing and enjoy the glory without an older hater mother effer. There you go. Trying to bust his bubble. I'm going to read this real slow, y'all. It's only because I don't want to mess up. Because he has nothing going on and to mention or put a limit on what age anyone should be dealing with, which is none of his... God dang business As long as they're of legal age I'm sick of these old effing haters Effing with my son If you don't like what he does Keep it moving mother effer He's not bothering you That was a shot to uh, Joe Budden Who he and everybody else is saying Is a hater over Champagne Poppy's new music Uh, But also um, We talked earlier about Birdman Getting on Clubhouse defending Cardi He also got on Clubhouse and had a lot to say I think specifically to Joe Budden That's what he said we got that? Mm, oh. Nope. Nope. Oh. I don't have it. You know, this album rollout uh, uh, for Drake isn't even fun for me anymore because usually when Drake drops a project, I'm the only one hating on him. Now it's like everybody's talking the way I've been talking about Drake's music and now I'm, I don't even feel like I want to participate. I actually think the criticism is unfair. Oh, now you now you think it's unfair. We have no audio. <laughs> well, you this, well, now then Birdman has this to say to you too then. Okay. Okay. All right. Champagne popping the real deal. In the playing with champagne popping could suck my. Well, y'all some ass. Stop playing with champagne popping. I don't have no ill feelings with Joe Button. I always, I, I personally always respected Joe Button. I don't have nothing ill about Joe Button, but he can't play with the goat. And if you playing with the goat, then you want a problem. If you want a problem, we'll give you a problem. Yeah, I mean, listen, I do think the criticism is slightly unfair, though, because, I mean, this is the same Drake music that he's been putting out for at least the last five, yeah. six, six years. Yeah, the problem is... Like, what's the difference between this album and the album with 21 that he dropped last November? Opinions are like... Lovable, but opinions yeah. are like a-holes, right? Everybody has them, but when it comes to it, it's like people look at Drake differently. Like, if Jay-Z drops a new album, the younger community, my daughter might not like... She might not F with it. You know what I mean? She's 20, 21, about to be 22. But Drake, they love... So it's coming from two different opinions of how they feel about music. By the way, he's not going through anything that no artist of his stature has not gone through. Not even not even an artist of his stature. Anybody who's been in the position that he's been in, consistently winning for so long, there's always a point in time they love you, they hate you, get tired of seeing you win, and then they love you again. They take any opportunity, even because this album is not as bad as y'all making it out to be. Well, no. who's, who's saying it? Who's saying that this album is so bad? The, the internet. <laughs> Not everybody, but it's, there's a lot of it people a that large, love it. It is a large amount of people. But it's also a large amount of people of that course, love the album. Of course it is, because it's, it's going to sell 450,000 records. But what yeah, I do love it. about this album is that it's creating a conversation versus it being a t- being talked about just because of TikTok. Yes, or being, being something mm-hmm. that comes and goes. Think yeah. about how much music is like farts nowadays. 
You smell it for a second, and then it just fades away. Why have you been talking about farting all day? And butts all day. Chili last night. (laughs) I'm projecting. Okay, well, Sukiana's in the news also. She's revealing. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That was a good segue. Well, when she was on my show, she talked about liking people dumping on her. But anyway, she's now talking about cars that all cheaters drive. And I know Charlemagne believes that all black men don't cheat, which we can get into that. Glad you know. This is the audio of her saying what cars she believes cheaters drive. What kind of car do all cheaters drive? Cheaters drive Trackhawks, Camaros, <laughs> Mustangs, Hellcats, Ferraris, definitely Maybachs, Buicks. Yeah, that's the cars. <laughs> that's the cheaters. If you got that man with that car, just know you get cheated on. Really? Hell yeah. Why do you think? I don't know why, but I just know that's what cheaters ride in. Especially Trackhawks. Come on, you're getting cheated on. He, there's a lot of in the car. And he's picking up, he's sliding up on. That's a cheater car. So if a guy pulled up and wanted to take you on a date and he pulled up in a trackhawk, would you be like, oop, <laughs> I don't cheater. No. Okay. I like cheaters. <laughs> we going on a date, we're going to get some shit. Oh, yeah, baby, we're we going shopping. Yeah, that's a date for me. I'm going I'm to appreciate the experience that I have with him. That's them rich-ass cheaters. Back in my day, they had the middle class cheaters. You know, there's actually a top ten cars that cheating spouses drive. You do know that, right? This is from 20, what are they? This is from 2012. Though. Honda, go ahead. Men, it was Toyota, Ford, Chevy, Honda, BMW, Dodge, Nissan, Jeep, GMC, Mercedes was last. Women, that's all the cars. Women, it was Honda, Ford. It's an order, you idiot. Pay attention. <laughs> and women, it was Honda number one, Ford number two, Toyota number three. I got to say the numbers because then we can keep up. Thank Four you. Chevy, five Mercedes, six Nissan, seven Chrysler, eight Dodge, nine BMW, ten Volkswagen. Why did they throw Maybach in there? Well, I guess that's Mercedes, right? Yeah, it's Mercedes. Mm-hmm. So now until you drive Teslas? Ain't no, this was 2012. Wasn't no Teslas. I'm talking about now. I ain't hit Teslas on there. She ain't list. mentioned Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're Tesla, you're not a Tesla. I don't know, I'm just asking. Uh. If you care about the environment, you don't cheat. You're right up there with black men. Mm. Black men and people who who care about the environment don't so cheat. cheat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report with denial. Jason Lee. You're mm-hmm. in denial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who are you giving your donkey to? Oh, four after the hour, man. <laughs> wow. We need a 23-year-old man named Jacob Thompson to come to the front of the congregation. Speaking of cars, he stole one. But for a valid reason. Oh, boy. Not really. We'll discuss. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. It's not me, little Duval. It's y'all. Okay, Florida. Donkey of the day for Tuesday, October 10th goes to a 23-year-old Florida man named Jacob Thompson. Now, what does your Uncle Charla always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today's story is no exception. Now, Jacob has been hit with 12 different charges after allegedly stealing a car. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Charlemagne, cars get stolen all the time, B, and you're right. They do. But this man stole a car under a context of stealing a car that I have never witnessed before. Let's go to the Miami Herald for the report, please. A Florida man who started out his day looking for work ended up behind bars. A man went to a Florida store for a job interview. Then came the chaos. Cops say a Florida man who started out his day looking for work ended up behind bars. According to an arrest report from the Polk County Sheriff's Office, the 23-year-old went to a pilot travel center in Lake Wales for a job interview but is now accused of stealing a vehicle from outside the business. Mm. Deputies responded to the convenience store and spoke with the manager who said it was unclear how the suspect arrived for the appointment. He said he advised the potential employee that no one was there to (laughs) conduct the interview and was told to come back on Monday. Deputies also spoke with the victim whose white 2022 Cadillac XT4 SUV was taken. The SUV then took off, but because it was outfitted with remote OnStar technology, its every move was tracked. After about 20 minutes, OnStar switched off the engine, he was booked on various charges, 
including grand theft auto and resisting arrest. Deputies also recovered a handgun in the car, mm. so he was also charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. No bail was set. Jacob Thompson allegedly stole a car that was parked outside of the job he just applied for. Clearly, he didn't know how he was going to get back to that job on Monday. Okay, this is why I can't stop saying the N-word. This is really why I can't stop saying the N-word. I've tried, but every time I try, something like this happens, and I just hear Stephanie Mills in my mind. Niggas, niggas. <laughs> now, you know, I always tell y'all that in life, we have to be the perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness, and this man, Jacob, was being that to the best of his ability. He was being righteous by preparing for his future, okay? I don't know if it was his mom, his grandma, maybe his probation officer. Somebody told this man to go get a job. Go apply for a job at the Pilot Travel Center. And he did that. He must have felt really good about his chances of getting a job because as he was leaving his future place of employment in his mind, he thought to himself, if I get this job, I have to be here on time every day. I'm going to need transportation. I can't buy a car right now, but I can steal one. Let me tell all you car thieves something. If you can't afford to buy a car, trust you can't afford to steal one either because when you get caught all right because you will get caught you're gonna have to pay for a lawyer but i guarantee you the court is probably going to appoint one for you because you can't afford one and you damn sure won't be able to afford bond so either way you choose to acquire said car the cost is too high but jacob didn't care oh he was willing to pay the cost to be the future boss well at least the future employee because he left pilot travel center thinking how he doesn't have a car but he can steal one and i bet in his mind he thought to himself I'll return it exactly where I found it when I get my first check. Now, needless to say, Jacob didn't get far. Uh, most plans that aren't thought through all the way to the end don't. Let's go to Fox 35 Orlando to hear more. He's 23-year-old Jacob Thompson. Deputies say he stole the Cadillac SUV from a gas station on Friday and led them on a 100-mile-an-hour chase on I-4. It ended when OnStar shut the engine off and Thompson lost control. He's now facing a long list of charges, many of them felonies, including armed burglary and assault mm. with a deadly weapon. He has no bail. I would like to tell y'all on this World Mental Health Day, kids, if you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Okay, impulse control is a real thing. And mastery of impulse is all about self-discipline and choice. Jacob made the choice to get up and go apply for a job that day. Round of applause to him for that. Then he made a choice to steal a car from the same parking lot he applied for a job at. And then took the police on a high-speed chase. And now he's got 12 charges. Armed burglary, fleeing to elude, possession of a firearm, and ammunition by a convicted felon. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And a charge, the video game he thought he was playing is named after Grand Theft Auto. All those charges he received because he made a poor choice and because he simply has no impulse control. Okay, either that or he just figured, you know what? I'm a convicted felon. It's way too hard getting a job out here as a convicted felon. But I know where I can get a job. Prison. All right. He can work in food service at a warehouse. He can work as an inmate orderly, a plumber, painter, groundskeeper. You're only making 12 to 40 cents an hour, but you got free room and board, free meals. And if you're willing to adjust your sexuality, you can get your pee-pee tasted every now and then. That's the only other logical explanation as to why he would do any of this. But why am I looking for logic when I know the reason this happened? It's one word, three syllables. Florida. Please give Jacob Thompson the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. So funny. 
Because Jason, Jason is holding up the list at, our, at one of our producers. Talk about, I think he said a word that's on this list. <laughs> I did not. I didn't say no word that was on that list. No, he didn't. To have nope. to deliver all that and remember all this is this job is hard. Yeah. This job is hard. Not really. You have what? to come up to a creative way. Like I came up with a very creative way to say, uh Don't say it. Uh you know which one. Which one? Right right over I'm Mother Effle. I'm still stuck on the job tasting what did you say? Exactly. Now look at the word well, over, don't say it again. Look, look at the word over Mother Effle. And oh, see, see what yeah. I said. Oh, that was good. You know what I mean. Now, now, Jason, <laughs> he's not a he's not a hundred percent good. He's like on that that fence. Yeah, so, well, so he's on the line. line. Yeah, he's on yeah. that line. Yeah, he's on that line. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, indeed. Bet. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace, Bet. Everybody else, when we come back, Dr. Rita Walker will be joining us. Yes, because today is World Mental Health Day. Uh, Dr. Rita Walker, you know, that's one of my favorite people on the planet. She was at my uh, third annual Mental Wealth Expo this past Saturday, and she has a fantastic book that I always uh, tell people to read. It's called The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health, but now she's coming out with The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health Workbook. Right. Yes, so she'll be here to talk about that uh, in, in, a, in a bit. All right, we'll talk to her next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. She just was at Charlemagne's Mental Wealth Expo in Manhattan. She's there every year. She's been there for all three of them. Well, she was just there. This yes, is Monday. That's right? right. So we have Dr. Rita Walker. Welcome. Absolutely. Good morning. It's great to be here. How with are you all. feeling? I'm I'm blessed. Now, I wanted to, to talk, you know, me and my wife were talking about this the other day. You know, a lot of people have mental problems. Um, but what, what I think makes it a lot worse is a lot of times we enable people by putting stuff out there that we know that is clearly a problem. Like we see that with celebrities. We see that with regular people. So what do you say for, for, for people like that, especially people that's going through it? It's you know, I appreciate that question, Envy, because it's it's unfortunate because we already have a lot of stigma around mental health. And so when people are struggling and folks are making fun of them and joking and calling them out their names and everything else that we do, it makes them less likely to want to get help and to reach out for help. So that's the that's the tragedy of it all. And what we can do, you know, with platforms like this one, the conversations that you all are having is to raise awareness that mental illness is real. It happens on a continuum. And so I think sometimes we think about mental illness as just someone on the street, maybe talking to themselves and talking to someone who isn't there. But there are variations of mental disability that happen for people. And if we can be more sensitive to those individuals, maybe they will be more likely to reach out for help. Maybe they would be more likely to say something like, you know, I don't know what's going on for me, but I need help instead. And, and this is true for any of us. If we feel like we're being criticized, we're not going to go asking the people who are criticizing us for help. We're not going to put more of our business in the street. And so I do encourage us, you know, encourage the listeners and for us as a society to be more sensitive. And even if, you know, a joke gets out there, a meme gets out there before we know it, it's OK to come back and say, you know what? I'm someone who feels like I'm psychologically sound. I apologize for what I just did. Mm -hmm. I apologize not to that individual, but also to the com to our community, because we need people who are willing to stand up for what's right, even more so than anything. You know, you had a post on your Instagram that kind of ties into that. You said you need people in your business. Yes. So explain why you think that is, because to Envy's point, I feel like sometimes when we see these things play out publicly, then maybe somebody will be like, I think we need to intervene. Yeah, so I posted that. Uh, it's on one of my YouTube videos on my YouTube channel uh, that folks can subscribe to. But mm -hmm. 
one of the things that we do is to say, I'm not going to talk to anyone because I don't want anyone in my business. I've had folks, uh, folks have been recommended to me for support and some type of care. And then when I reach out to them, they say, well, I don't need to talk to anyone. I, I got this figured out. The challenge of that is that people feel like I got this on my own because they don't know what mental health professionals do. Um, and they don't want, again, to have other people in their business. But we need people in our business because this is the thing. When we're in crisis, when anyone is in crisis, they can't problem solve. Like mm. they can't see what's happening to them. And so they need trusted people around them to be able to say, hey, this is what I see and I'm concerned about you. And that's what folks can say. You don't have to say, hey, man, you messed up. Hey, you know, we don't need to criticize. Mm -hmm. It's helpful to say, I'm concerned. This is what I see. State the facts and just say, I'm here whenever you're ready for whatever that looks like. And then move on. Mm. You know, a lot of people are scared to go to see a therapist or they don't mm -hmm. feel comfortable. And I always tell people, uh, and, and I, I know Charlemagne says the same, it's, it's all in your time, right? When you mm -hmm. feel comfortable and, and you have to find the right therapist. Therapist yeah. is like, you know, like a doctor sometimes. You might not like your doctor. You might have to find another doctor. Mm -hmm. How would you advise them to try to get through their day that's not smoking weed or not drinking or not doing something that is a just, you know, just a, a, a temporary fix? Yeah, you know, everything doesn't work for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so maybe... Tree leaning doesn't work. Tree hugging, uh -huh. but well, I mean, tree leaning. Is it leaning? I see hugging. Tree leaning. leaning. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. But have you ever just gone outside to get a different perspective? All day long. I know. I know. I, my outside game is amazing. Like I, right. I stay outside, and it's, it's a, it's, it's. Well, I love the air. It's fresh air. It smells different. Never it feels in New York. different. Knock it off. But yes. You can go outside in New York. You, mm -hmm. you can because mm -hmm. what it is about being outside is just a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're in a physical space, you get stuck on ruminating what's happening in that space. Going outside allows you to get out of your head and maybe get a different aroma of air. But it changes things for you. And so that's one of the things that's one of my favorite things that and deep breathing, because that's we can right. we can breathe deeply mm -hmm. for free and at any moment. And so it's all about grounding exercises, being in the moment, being aware of the things that we tell ourselves, because we tell ourselves all kinds of not helpful mm -hmm. things. One of my favorite things that I want to remove from the dictionary is the word should. I should be able to work out mm -hmm. or we should on other people. They should help me we have to be aware of the things that we're telling ourselves that basically escalate depression mm -hmm. and escalate anxiety and one other thing that i that that's a free one most folks you know take a shower at some point during the day mm -hmm. night morning stop getting in the shower and going to work people get in the shower and they think about everything that has gone wrong or everybody who got on their nerves or everything they didn't do or need to do and it's helpful we can just get in the shower and have like a mini spa and just feel the water on our shoulders mm. and be in that warmth. And that can set us up to be able to anticipate things that don't go our way. The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health, I'm telling you, it's one of the greatest books I ever read. Y'all should get it. And all this information, I guess, is going to be in this new workbook. Yes. Okay. So. Yes. So the workbook is available now for pre-order. It will be released on November 1. So I encourage everyone to go to my website, drritawalker.com. And by the way, Rita's spelled a little differently. Uh, it's R-H-E-E-D is in diamond, A, Walker. But what I did was to take a lot of the tools from the first original book and put them in the workbook because there are a lot of people who are walking around and I've seen them at the expo where they've got all kinds of notes and highlighting and, and things that they want to remind themselves to do. Mm -hmm. And so I went another further, uh, as my granny would say, 
um, and put all of that in the workbook so that people have some steps that they can use. Um, and folks can find which steps work for them because, again, everything isn't for everybody. Uh, but folks can find which steps work best for them. All right, we'll keep it locked. We got more with Dr. Rita Walker. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Dr. Rita Walker. Charlemagne? Dr. Rita Walker, man. Make sure you That's go right. get The Unapologetic Guide to Mental Health Workbook. You can pre-order it now. It's available November 1st. But you should go pick up the original book, too, before you get to the workbook. Yeah. That's okay. right. Now, what do you what do you tell women? Because I know you're navigating uh, the mental health as black women on the panel. Uh, what well, you did this weekend. But what do you say to, to black women who, you know, they have so much to deal with, right? Because they're not just dealing with their mental, right? If you have children, they got to deal with their children and, and the different attitudes and different feelings. And then if you have a husband, you got to deal with, you know, your husband's uh, day. What do you tell, how do you tell women to, to go through that and still try to keep their mental sane? Well, one of the messages from the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health is first about self-assessment. Mm -hmm. Because we sometimes try and create solutions without knowing what's going on. And you mentioned already, we have a lot of different responsibilities in a lot of different domains, but we don't always recognize that. We just, who has time? You just keep it moving. Um, and so in the book, I talk about this rating of zero to 10 for psychological fortitude. That is basically your capacity to be able to take care of your work and home responsibilities. Some people are in school too. In the African-American community, as you all know, we have a lot of chronic illness and doctors are saying you have to take medication and, and folks aren't managing their health well. And then we have to be able to follow our life purpose. And so if I could say right now that my psychological fortitude is at an eight, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I can mm -hmm. take on more things, maybe. But if my PF or my psychological fortitude is at a six or lower, it's good to call in reinforcements. This is where the village comes in. Well, I want you to describe uh, what psychological fortitude is. And does the workbook have like some exercise in it that can help you increase it? Yes, uh, the, the point of the workbook is, in fact, increasing psychological fortitude. Okay. Like, that is the theme throughout. Okay. What, what, what kind of exercises are in there that can help increase? Well, you know, one of my favorite things is cognitive restructuring. So that's a, a technical term that we use in cognitive behavioral therapy that is in my training as a psychologist. Um, but giving individuals exercises to be able to reframe and rethink what is happening. So as an example, for me this morning, one of the things that didn't work out was me getting my hands on on the book um, and being able to bring that here for you. And so as I'm walking the 10 miles that I thought was 10 minutes, but it was it felt like 10 miles as I was walking <laughs> to the studio um, and feeling kind of frustrated, like, man, I was supposed to have the book, you know, it was supposed to be here and we were going to take a picture and it was going to be great. And then I was like, you know what? But I'm going to be here. It doesn't really matter that much if I don't have the book. And when we can shift our thinking, it shifts our mood. Mm -hmm. You know, the way that we think about and assess our environment impacts how we feel on the inside. And so I have a lot of exercises on how we can rethink things. And there are folks who will say, well, you know, that's not real. You know, that's 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 kind of being fake. OK, well, let's make a choice between whether or not we want to be real and whether or not we want to drag down our own mood. Mm. So we have to figure out where our priorities are as far as how we're doing psychologically. Now, a lot of people have kids, of course. Do you think every child should start with a therapist early? I think that therapy is probably best helped in, in helping children indirectly mm -hmm. with the adults. So one of the reasons that I wrote The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health was because the suicide death rate was going up for five to 11-year-old black children while it was going down, actually, for white children. Mm. And my thinking was, what's going on for the parents? 
And what's going on for the teachers and aunties and the other adults around that child that they could be missing what's happening? It's not intentional, but, you know, we're all going in so many different directions and we have a lot of unaddressed and untreated anxiety and depression. Those those are the two most common psychological challenges. And so I really desperately want to start with the adults, because if we can get into a place psychologically where we can be more available to our youth, then I see us as the first line of defense. Now, there are some youth for whom the parents just don't have what we need. Um, there are some youth for which we, we just don't have it. And so for those folks, um, they do need to get professional help. But I think that the, we need to start with the parents. I want to ask you about two things that uh, we had Kirk Franklin up here. And, and I don't know if you've seen his Father's Day documentary where he finally meets his biological father for the first time. It is so It's so powerful because you see him dealing with his inner child in, in real time. Mm-hmm. But there's one saying that he says. He says, we all need to win wounded. Because, you know, we're all flawed, broken. Like, he was like, we just have to learn how to win in life wounded. Yeah, well, and and it's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone, we all have been through something. Whatever the something may be, it's different for all of us. But we've Mm -hmm. all been through something. And, you know, my granny used to say, well, if you haven't been through something, keep on living. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be able to be aware that maybe something could be holding me back. There could be, but I'm going to fight on anyhow. My parents used to say, you got to work twice as hard to get half as far. You know, we have to be aware of these things that have happened to us, but at the same time, tap into our strength. And that's probably one of the most important things um, that I think is important from, from from both books and that I talk to my grad students about because I'm training doctoral students who are working on their PhDs, that with your clients, you have to find the strength in them help your client find their strength we all have strengths but oftentimes we get so overwhelmed with everything that's gone wrong that we lose track of what our talents and our gifts and what our strengths are talk about some of those studies that you and uh, your doctoral student jasmine brooks have published well there's one paper i think that we talked about more recently that was based on mindfulness Mm -hmm. and recognizing that even for folks who um, with some of our other papers just experiencing depression experiencing discrimination that to the degree that we can be grounded in the moment and we're, and be focused and, and um, let go of some of our judgmental thoughts, because sometimes we judge ourselves, we judge other people, we judge how we're feeling. But if we can instead just focus on the moment and be in the moment, then those uh, adverse things that have happened are less likely to escalate into suicide ideation and, and thoughts of self-harm and things of that nature. So... Again, just even when bad things happen, and that's been my research for the past 20 years, that despite all of the adversity, that when we can call on our strengths, our gifts, our resources, and our talents, it offsets or mitigates the impact of some of the other bad things that have happened. And that's Mm. true for all of us. Dr. Rita Walker, man, make sure you go get the Unapologetic Guide to Mental Health Workbook. You can pre-order it now. It's available November 1st, but you should go pick up the original book, too. Before you get to the workbook, yeah, that's so, right. And we thank you I so much. I recommend it to everybody. Like anybody that has any questions, you know, in regards to mental health, to me, I'm like, yo, you should read the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker. And, and how I can they find it. you? I am at drritawalker.com, and again, it's d r r h e e d a walker.com. And I'm also on Instagram on all the social media as Dr. Rita Walker. Well, and I appreciate you all, uh, and just always, always, always grateful for you, Leonard, and being willing to amplify this conversation and all that you do. And I appreciate just all the love and joy that you all have amongst each other. Thank you, Dr. Rita. Well, thank Walker. you so much. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. It's Dr. Rita Walker. The Breakfast Club. 
We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Bunch of young girls in here with jungle fever. Shut up, man. Morning, everybody. We are the Breakfast Club. Jason Lee is here. Let's jump right into the rumors. Please do not be alarmed. Remain calm. Good morning, Jason Lee. I'm back. All the Hollywood Unlocked viewers, what's happening? Don't even waste your time trying to compete with me. Unique. This is the rumor report. I knew I can talk my on the Breakfast Club. I ain't gonna lie. I'm in my mental health process, but I am cocked and loaded. Unique. 
Now, I was going to start with this whole pastor topic, but we're going to need to pray for that next. First, we're going to start with something that got all the black women in the studio upset, and that's Kayla Nicole. She's sharing a letter to black women after being dragged for weeks following the reveal of ex-Travis Kelsey's relationship with Taylor Swift. Now, everybody knows that Taylor Swift has the NFL and everybody else online in her clutch. Well, Kayla Nicole is Travis Kelsey's ex, and they had a very public on-and-off-again relationship for about five years. They split in May of 2022. During the Kansas City Chiefs game on October 1st, Taylor Swift was seen cheering Travis Kelsey on in a suite alongside his mom, which was great. And everybody should have been happy. Well, some people weren't happy, including all of his exes. Now, since then, dating rumors between the two have been a major topic of discussion with his exes now coming out public. One ex, uh, or before his ex, Kayla Nicole, one named Maya Benberry seemingly made herself a target when she came forward to share that Travis Kelsey wasn't faithful. She did a whole public warning. Uh, to Taylor Swift saying that, you know, he's a cheater and shouldn't tr- trust him. Well, White men do cheat. <laughs> he's stupid, man. White men do cheat, but now white girls are getting under black women's skin because Kayla Nicole now has laid low, but now she's coming and catching strays by the uh, fans, the Swifties, because of her uh, former relationship with the man. One tweet said, to go from Kayla Nicole to Taylor Swift has to be the biggest downgrade I've ever witnessed. Yikes. Another one said, bruh. People uh, keep saying Travis Kelsey downgraded, but how Taylor Swift is a billionaire? Who the F is Kayla Nicole? And so because of all these tweets, this beautiful black woman has come forward with a note, a love letter to other black women. And this is what she said. Hey, guys, Kayla here. It's always been really important for me to use my platform not to create division, but to elevate and unite women, black women specifically. So I prepared a letter and would like to share it with you today. Dear black girl. They may call you a traitor for falling in love. You'll hope the ones closest will protect you, but you will quickly find out that people don't protect what they don't value. They'll say you're too much, too provocative, too boisterous, too outspoken, and in the same breath tell you that you're not enough, not successful enough, not wholesome enough, maybe not even intelligent enough. They'll say you deserve the backlash and embarrassment because of your blackness, you should have known better. They'll even try to tie your value to your net worth, but black girl, Please remember your value lies elsewhere. Your value is deep within your heart, the way you love, the way you give. Your value is in your resilience, your willingness to forgive. I'm just mad that this came out after a white girl took a white man. But did she really take him? Because these people haven't been with him for about five years. And Beyonce's already done Brown Skin Girl, which was a tribute to black women. Uh, NDRE has a song, Brown Skin, that was a tribute to black women. And this may be coming from a good place, but I think it's also coming from a place of inferiority i think she's scared that this white man then took this white girl but who cares yeah what does all black women have to do with this nothing like, like, like a bunch of 13 year old swifties went online and you know pushed her so much that they got her writing open letters to black women because she lost her king snow crab leg <laughs> stupid but i don't even know why she was attacked why she was attacked that's her ex they haven't dated in months what what, no, what is not years i think yeah, years what does this new relationship have to do with her old relationship i'm sure she's probably in a new relationship right well some people are saying that this is a cloud chase people trying to get their 15 minutes of fame i just i think it's embarrassing to all black women who are beautiful strong uh in my mind everything to be caught up in a conversation where you're sad that a white man's moved on with a white girl yeah she should have let dr umar johnson proofread that open letter <laughs> no. you know what i mean because it should have been titled like for the love of colored girls who have a taste for king snow crab legs shut up it should have just been the generalization to all black women because she clearly she's talking to black women who have dated outside of their race right or am i tripping I think she's just writing a letter to black women because people online are trolling her. I don't think this has anything to do with really empowering black women. I think for me, it's just the black woman movement back. I ain't gonna say all that now. I can't. Yeah.
That was Jason Lee talking. Well, they, because they gonna be <laughs> in the Charlotte comments. Charlotte ain't got nothing to do with Listen, it. I don't know what he's talking about. Now. I feel like any black woman that writes an open letter to other black women, reminding them of their power because a white girl got a white boy, is yeah. what? Where's the list? I no, can't even say what I think. No, we like, can't say this that. Is word. All no, for, this no, is all no, because no. you know people want their King Snow crab legs. If you like King Snow crab legs. <laughs> Eat your king snow crab legs in peace. I'll bring you some butter. You know what I mean? But don't make an open letter to all black women. This is for I, black women who have a taste for king snow crab legs. Okay. Well, in other news, a pastor's now stirring up controversy after he's claiming that men only want women for sex, not for their good heart. Now, a pastor's going viral as he claims... Women need to accept the fact that men only want them for sexual pleasure and not Jesus. their good hearts. He says women need to stop dressing sexually if they don't want men to look at them like that and objectify them. This is what he said. I'm so sick of women talking about all he wants is sex. What you thought we was here for? <laughs> a man does not want sex. A man needs sex. Yeah, right. And there's a difference. For one milliliter of sperm, it's between 50 and 200 million sperm cells in one milliliter. Come on. And God has created a man to dispel that seed. Yeah, Furthermore, right. it's the woman who have to take a high angels off every month from sex. Not the man. The Lord God put on y'all breasts, booties, thighs, lips. That's the word on the hook. We see when you see you. Ain't no man in history ever saw a woman across the room and said, Oh my God, her heart is sparkling. Every man is attracted to a woman sexually. It's your job to show him that it's more to you than what's on the hook. Be, be careful of these false prophets. I mean, there's something to the conversation. You know what I mean? He's just basically saying that the first thing you see is the looks, right? So that is what draws you towards a person. That is and factual. Then, and then when you have a conversation with a person, then you fall in love with that individual. That soul, and, that heart. Yeah, right? and, and it can be vice versa. You might meet somebody, and this usually happens with men, right? Right? We're not, the we not the best lookers, right? The women probably look way better than us, but then they, then they meet us, and then, you know, the conversation... It's what they what they, gets they, they, over they the grow line. Love. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in my community, it's a fair. That we both are looking at each other's looks. Yeah, so the well, that, that's usually the start, right? You, that's that's how you start that's talking to a person, right? Yeah, that's but, all. But there are sapiosexuals out there, people that what are the hell attracted. Is, what, what is a sapio? Sapiosexual people that put their penis in trees because of the sap. You shut no. up, man. Yeah. You've talked about penis a few times today. And butts a lot today. I want to say, I actually come up here with the plan to not talk about gay stuff, and you always pull he it out. I didn't say nothing about gay. How is it gay to sleep with a tree? Anyway, a sapiosexual is somebody that finds intelligence sexually attracted to or aroused. So intelligence, they're attracted to intelligence. But that but starts you gotta get with there. a conversation. You got to start yeah. with a conversation. So, 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 so you can look at your pastor, and that pastor could be unattractive, but whatever he's saying is intelligent. I, but that's what I just said about when it comes to men. Most of the time, men aren't the, the, the best looking person in the couple. And so when the woman and the man sit down and have a conversation, she hears what's coming out of this man's mouth. She hears this man has some intelligence, and that's what attracts her. Yeah, that's what you know what I mean? But, but uh, guys see the looks in a woman. They do. And then they, they gravitate towards them. Then they have the conversation with the woman. And yeah. they're like, oh, makes sense. If you see I like what she's about. If you see a butt ugly person, you're not going to talk to them. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to have that conversation at, at all. First. See? But if the person's attractive, you might say, okay, well, let me see if this person is a good person. Let me see if they have any well, intellectual. If they're I don't care if they're a good person. Man, or not. Jason, go yeah, on and put some tithes and offerings in the pastor plate, man. I'm not giving the pastor no tithes. Go on and put some tithes and some offerings in the pastor plate. That sounds gay, too. 
No, it don't. <laughs> what? There's nothing go, there. Don't. Jason, go give the pastor some tithes and offer. I did like, not what? say that. I said go put something <laughs> wow, in the does. pastor. <laughs> now when Jason says it like that, it does. It does. Sound, you, you ain't pause that. Yeah, you did. Why the hell I got to pause that? <laughs> hey, I don't know what you two guys are doing. <laughs> we ain't doing nothing. Yeah, Sam, sexual. I don't know. Whatever, I'm confused. You only got to give him 10%, so that means to put the tip in. <laughs> <laughs> and that is you your rumor report, Jason Lee. All right, when we come back, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the breakfast. Breakfast Club, good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jason Lee is still here. Jason, we appreciate you stopping through tomorrow. You coming tomorrow? I'm here tomorrow. Okay. Jason Lee, salute to uh, my girl Mae West, man. She just hit me and said, Jason Lee look higher than the cost of living. <laughs> I look high. What he just smoked? That's early. early. Mae West. <laughs> How did that thug see me? She what? Where's she watching us at? I don't oh, know. Social social media 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 or social yeah. media, yeah. She, yeah. she sent me, she sent me a, a message. She said, "Tell Jason he look higher than the cost of living." And that's why the bishop at her church, his wife just got punched. Damn. No. Yeah, you didn't see that. <laughs> Better stop playing with me, man. Now you got your bishop's news out here. This is why I, this is why I always stay ready. That's why yesterday when y'all said, see? "Why you always look like you're ready?" Right there. <laughs> I thought the therapy was taking him to a different place. Nah. See, I just turned that on. It was bam. Oh, man. Jesus, poor pastor. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, you got a positive note before we get up out of here. And Jason Lee, we appreciate you again, brother. Thank you. Yes, I want to salute my guy, Doug Melville, before I do the positive note, man. Doug Melville has a book coming out called Invisible Generals. It'll be uh, in stores November 7th, but you can pre-order it now. It is telling the amazing true story of America's first black generals, Benjamin O. Davis Sr. and Jr., a father and son who helped integrate the American military and create the famous Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, it is the next book released off my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing with uh, Simon and Schuster. So make sure you go out there and pre-order my man Doug Melville's book, Invisible Generals. I believe it's coming out on Veterans Day. November 7th I believe Yeah November 7th Is Veterans Day But you can pre-order it now uh, So yeah Go do that for me And the positive note Is simply this man Also remember today Is World Mental Health Day Alright One in four people Suffer from a mental health problem But sometimes it can be invisible So let's keep uh, You know Eradicating the stigma Let's keep the conversation going We gotta keep raising awareness And let everybody know It's okay To not be okay Your feelings are valid You matter And you will never be alone Alright Have a great day Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. (laughs) 